Are you ready to get real? Welcome to Real Estate, the world's loneliest career, where you're always out of balance, unfulfilled, the role models are fake, the numbers unattainable, and you're just supposed to be and do it all. Join self-made millionaire real estate agents, wives, moms, and business owners as we level up, learn from special guests, and elevate and disrupt an entire industry through real education our way. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Um, we are going to do some learning today on staging from our master stager. It sounds like that could almost be a bad word. <laughs> Angela. Uh, so we, Angela, give us just like a quick background on how you started staging, uh, why you think staging is important, like all that jazz, and then we'll kind of jump into looking at some listings and, and what you would and wouldn't have done differently and how you build a staging kit and all that jazz. Okay. Uh, so I started my staging business because I wanted to be one of the top listing agents in my city. And I could not afford to hire the stagers that were out there. I still can't. Like, I don't know how people charge this much and get away with it. Um, but that's realtor's fault for paying it. <clears throat> um, so instead of me hiring those people, I um, started acquiring my own stuff. You know, I've always had kind of an aptitude for design and understanding that, especially coming from the new build world, where we're living in a model home basically all day, every day. I know what's supposed to go together. I know what colors look good together and why they choose what they choose. So out of every closing, I started spending $500 a closing and compiling a whole bunch of staging stuff. And then eventually I had to get storage units and warehouses and all of that stuff. And now obviously we have a big company that, that does that. So that's how I started it. So do you think like every house should be staged? And we're in a bit of a shifting market. So like, what's your opinion on that right now? I mean, if you want to sell it, yeah. <laughs> so yes. Yeah. So the answer to that question is yes. Every house should get some type of staging. Um, but what about like, are there still ways to do it if you don't have the budget to go in and do like a whole house stage? Because I think that that's like really overwhelming for people that they need to have. I, I mean, I guess like just in my brain, the way I think people would think is like a stager is going to charge what, maybe like thousands of dollars, but, but like on, even if you hired that stager for like thousands and thousands of dollars, like if you were going to go stage all your own properties, like you would have to buy all the furniture and buy all the stuff. So like, I think people find it like super overwhelming. It is overwhelming. So I started by doing $500 per house worth of staging stuff. Um, and for $500, I could basically get the bare bones stuff into a house and make it look like somebody would want to live there um, for just 500 bucks. Like that's pretty cheap. I don't know how much it is to do virtual staging, but that's an option. I just never like looking at it as an agent. I think it looks like Barbie dream house furniture and it never fits. And inevitably there's always going to be that one photo that you're like, how comes that bed is so small? Like, is this for, is this like a house for ants? Like, I don't like it doesn't always like line up and that's how you know so my stagers that um work with me uh we were looking at a house yesterday that was virtually staged and they didn't realize it until they got to like this one photo and they're like what's wrong with that furniture <laughs> <laughs> it's like 
levitating in the room. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's usually like the ones where the bed's levitating like halfway up the wall, the fireplaces are just not really in alignment. Um, but inevitably, if you're going to do that, that is an option, but people are going to walk into that home expecting there to be something in it. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're being catfished, right? Um, totally. You know, for 500 bucks, I feel like you can go and spend some money on your business, reinvest that. Um, and if you don't have that money, go to your broker and see if that's an option. Um, I stage all of the uh, houses for all the agents in my brokerage at no charge um, because I think it's so important. Um, and I think that other brokers are going to start seeing that value if they haven't already, um, especially the ones that are out in the market still selling. Mm -hmm. So um, I think for a small investment of $500, think about the amount of shit that you buy every week, like just a Starbucks a day. You could stage your house for the month. You know, you, you can do one a month, at least staging um, with what you spend on coffee. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I literally walked into a Ross and a Home Goods, and I got everything I needed for one house for 500 bucks. So and I also want to bring up, like, there's various different levels of, like, staging, finger quotes, right? Yeah. So, like, if you don't have $500, you can't borrow $500. You literally have no money, which, like, Angela and I have both definitely been there in our careers, and we totally understand that. Um it should, still shouldn't stop you from like staging finger quotes, because if you're at that point in your career, what you don't have in money, you make up for it in time. You have a lot of time. So like at the very least, what you should be able to do is go in and spend some time with what the seller has, adding things, moving it around, taking it away, moving pictures from one wall to another, right? Like flipping a couch so that it opens up the room. Like, so, um, you know, I, I would say that's like the, the base level of staging, which is taking what the seller has and maximizing it so that the house looks as good as humanly possible all yeah. the way up to like what Angela does now, which is making renovations and repairs to her properties, which is a completely different um, yeah. spectrum. But, but you can steal stuff on your own house too. Mm -hmm. Oh you know, my like, God. God. I used to do that all the time. My husband would go crazy because every time you walk in there, it was a different house. Yeah, there's a meme. There's a meme out there that's like circulating in the world that says like, you know, you're married to a real estate agent when you come home and like half of your stuff is missing because it's in someone else's house. So, yeah, I mean, like I think every single agent on planet Earth has used their own stuff to stage someone else's property at one point or another. Totally. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be the whole house. All it has to be is better than it was before. So that people can at least envision their stuff in that house. For a lot of people, it's really hard to envision their stuff in a completely vacant home, especially kitchens and family rooms and bedrooms. Those are the three rooms that are really, really hard for people to envision. Because rooms always look, and this is like a really weird, but rooms look smaller yeah. without furniture in them. So like yeah. when you're looking at a vacant house, they'll be like, oh, those bedrooms are smaller, that family room's smaller. It actually... It might not be because rooms look larger with furniture in them, which is really yeah. interesting. So they do. It's really interesting. Um, so something that I do in bedrooms, um, which you might want to write down, folks. Um, I don't use inflatable beds because if you've ever walked into a house where the bed is like, where mm. <laughs> um, you sat down on it, God forbid, <laughs> it looks so bad, and then you have to come back and fix it it's a waste of your time and money. What you're going to spend for an inflatable mattress, a good one, because you really need to, 
is probably $120. Um, I use folding tables. I never have to worry about them deflating. I don't have to worry about kids jumping on them. If they do, that karma is going to hit them real quick, um, like a ton of bricks. Um, and I don't have to worry about having to readjust things ever. And then I can store them and they're flat. Um, they take up a lot less space. They're not as heavy. Um, and so I just put folding tables out there, four by eight tables, um, and put them together. And then I lay a drop cloth on top um, that goes all the way to the floor. You can get a drop cloth in the paint section at Home Depot for $14. Um, a canvas one, don't get a plastic one because that'll look really weird. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, they're like 14 bucks. It makes that crinkly um, noise. Yeah, yeah well, crinkly. It's not good. And then um, you can dress the bed. So it'll save you a ton of time um, and you can flat pack them. You can put them in your car. You literally can stage a house with an SUV and be fine. Um, tell us your other hack about the um, blankets. What do you do with blankets? So Angela's full of, by the way, like again, to reiterate, both of us have been through points in our career where we have had zero dollars. And so we've had to learn how to do things uh, with zero dollars and and once you've been through that point in your life, you still like to be careful with money. So ain't nobody out there buying like plush pillow top mattresses for staging. Uh, so tell us your tell us your staging blanket hack. So blankets are expensive, um, throw blankets. And, you know, that's a great way for you to add color to your bed. The end of the bed is a splash of color from a blanket. Um, and I was finding that they were all at least 25 to $30 a blanket for even ones at Ross or home D or at home, home goods. Like it's still expensive. Um, so what I did was I went into the um, health and beauty section and I looked at their scarves and they have scarves that are just the same color as themselves. Like they don't have patterns. Um, and they're almost the size of a throw blanket. Um, and they're like $6. And so I would buy a whole bunch of them in different colors and throw them at the end of the bed for a splash of color. And it saved me so much money. And you probably have them in your closet and you just never use them, especially in the fall time when we all have scarves. There's all of those different scarves with the different colors on them, the um, plaids and stuff. You can use those at the bottom of the bed um, as an accent color. And you don't have to go out and buy a special blanket. So love, love. Anymore. All right, we're going to jump into looking at some listings. Uh, disclaimer, I feel like I need to give. We picked these very randomly. We did not pick these uh, based on anything except for that they're in our area and that uh, they matched what we wanted for price point and days on market. So if you're an agent watching, we accidentally chose one of your listings. We love you. It was not on purpose. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to um, go ahead and share my screen so that we can go into my MLS and look at, let's see, hang on, I'm turn my self off. So this gets, there's like 50 screens. It looks like an echo holiday. <laughs> can you see my MLS? Yes. Okay, so what we're gonna do first is, um, we're gonna just pull up a bunch of properties that have not sold in the last 60 days, right? So like in, in our market, what's happening right now is um, we've seen a shift, right? And so like where properties were sitting on the market two to three days, now they're sitting on the market 30 to 45 days. If they're priced correctly, some instances 60 to 90, a little longer if they're not priced correctly and they don't look 
really good. Um, so, you know, you can see, like I just picked between 500 and 700, which is like what we would consider grossly kind of our average price point here in Colorado. And you can see like these days in MLS here in this column. Um, you know, these, these are kind of ones that have been sitting on the market for a while. So like all of these have been on the market almost 30 days or more. This one is getting close to 80, right? So um, I'm just curious to, and obviously a lot of this has to do with pricing. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it isn't just staging, um, but it, you know, and, and we have not dug into these to figure out if their finger quotes overpriced or priced correctly. But as far as what these properties look like versus the ones that went under contract still really fast, we wanted to go through and just talk about why that could be staging wise. Um, and remember, like, this is really interesting. So like this one started at 725 and now it's down to 699. So this one dropped $25,000 essentially. It's been on the market about a, a month. Um, and, and this is interesting to me because this one has like all the, a lot of what I think people would say is like, you know, going through these listings, well, that one doesn't have like the right colors, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, like it's, uh, it feels outdated because the cabinets are the wrong colors. Well, this one has the right colors and it's still been sitting. Um, so Angela, walk us through, you know, from, from front door to back door with as little money as possible, uh, what you think is right, what you think is wrong and, and what you might make changes to as we go through those photos. I mean, so. just as you look at the front of the house, the first thing that's going to pull somebody in is the curb appeal of the house. So the house is very neutral, which is great. It's also got zero escaping, so there's not a lot of color out there. So maybe a pop of color on the porch, some cheap plastic, um, bright colored Adirondack chairs, something that's inviting that pulls you in would be great. Plants or flowers even maybe, right? Yeah, a nice colorful pot, something out there with some plants in it. Something alive because it looks sterile and that tree looks like it's seen some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My guess would be, and I'm going to look it up, that that this house is built in that gray time period where yeah. like literally everything was all gray. All 900 shades of gray. Yeah. 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 50 plus million shades of gray. Um, so like I said, like this one kind of surprised me because this is very much like a finger quotes updated kitchen. It's got the gray cabinets. It's got the white quartz counter. Like this is what buyers are looking for. Um, so again, what's your, what's your opinion on this room? It's forgettable. It's sterile. Like it looks clean and great, but, um, no one can picture themselves living there. It looks so sterile. It's all monochromatic. Like you have to bring in some color. I would bring in because of the color of the floors and the walls being gray. I would bring in some Navy blues and, um, tone down some of that white. It's all white and gray. Um, and you need to have something, some blue and some green in there, some pops of, of that kind of color tone to you know make it feel homey because right now it doesn't it feels forgettable how do you if you're if you are um like if you don't know that stuff if you don't know like what's popular right now and, and if you don't know like is it navy is it jewel green is it purple like how would you figure out what's popular or trending right now you can even go on um pinterest and look up how to stage a kitchen and they're always going to have the same. You're always going to be safe with navy blue. Okay. Navy blue and greens are always going to be safe colors. Red is something you never want to use for interior staging because it's too aggressive of a color. 
Um, it's really hard for people to visualize their stuff in the house when there's reds. So anytime I walk into a house where the owner has a lot of red stuff in there, curtains, anything, I get rid of it. Especially if you have floors that are this color, that if you add a little bit of red, those floors are immediately going to look red. Um, so if I add blues and blue tones, it's going to totally soften everything and it's going to make it feel a lot more homey in there. Um, and it's going to make you want to hang out there. That's the whole thing about this, right? We want to make our homes look like a place where you'd want to stay for a while. And this house makes me want to walk through it real quickly and leave. It's, I think, like you said, it's, it's just very, okay. Bleh. Like there's nothing super exciting about it. Um, right. So you're kind of known for your kitchens. Um, you know, what would you do to this kitchen? And if you didn't have the budget to go to the store and buy the stuff, I know you're going to say you put in this kitchen. Would you pull take it, it out, out of your house? Cabinets? Like, what do you do? I mean, honestly, like you've got two interesting exterior looking um, stools there. Um, but I would at least place a piece there like you at least would want to have like something on the corner of the island to show off how big it is so i put like a nice round basket there you have a lot of square sharp lines so you want to soften that a little bit with some round things so you take a nice big round basket um a shallow one and maybe put in there some um beads a nice uh, tea towel something um that's going to accent that blue and maybe a little bit of white and cream um, and then, uh, some greenery in there as well. That'll set off that corner. And then I would set the place settings at the Island because yeah, there's chairs there, but people want to see that they can fit, um, actually eating at it. Um, if that's the goal, if the goal is to just have it big enough, um, of an overhang for your kids to do homework at, that's one thing, but this looks like it's a substantial size overhang. You want to show that off. So I would put a nice, um, charger underneath of it. And you can buy them so cheap at Ross, um, just something that's a colorful accent. You can even do a navy blue under it, something that's going to accent and be a contrast to the white. Um, so I keep all of my plates are white. I buy them at the dollar store. They're a dollar. Um, so I get a plate and a charger and then I get a fun colored bowl um, and then a napkin to go inside of it or in a wine glass that'll set it all off. And the total dollar amount for each place setting is about $5. So you can get wine glasses at the dollar store. Um, you can get tea towels at the dollar store. You can get utensils at the dollar store. Um, you can get um, anything basically but your plants. I wouldn't buy there because they look really fake from the dollar store. Um, but your place settings, you can buy everything there. Just don't get anything with like wine stuff or grapes or any crap like that. Just keep it really neutral. Or pull it out of their cabinets if like this. this yeah, they might. They like, might have plates in their cabinets. So. Yeah, I mean everybody has that section in their kitchen of like their decorative glassware that right. they uh, don't use. So I feel like you know put yeah. put you could pull it out of your clients' cabinets if you don't have the budget to buy things. Um, I want to bring up. I I think that like so. I think this came from like HGTV, and I think that. Like there's still some real estate agents who are operating under this, especially the men we love you, no offense. Um, but like at one point, HGTV told the entire world that if you're putting a house on the market, it needs to be like empty and like completely neutral. And so all of, you know, I we did that for like a long time, right? Like take out all the pictures, take out all the stuff, take everything off the counters, right? And this house looks to me like kind of maybe one of those houses that the agent was still operating under that mindset because like there i mean there isn't there isn't even like a pepper 
grinder. Like it looks this like event, back to me that they couldn't sell. Like it almost looks like a yeah. It, that I just heard what you just said. Like a new build that didn't sell because it's so clean and so sterile. So um, you know now today's stagers and today's properties. Like as you'll see when we go through the ones that have sold, they're actually warm. And and I can't tell you the number of times that like my clients fall in, go into a house and fall completely in love with the way that it's decorated. Yeah. And they will buy that house. It happened to me this weekend. They will buy that house. They will pay additional money, even though I know in the back of my mind and they know they're not buying the seller's decorations. It doesn't matter. It's when they walked in, they could envision that style, their stuff. Right. So like, this yeah. is very, very over clean in my yeah. opinion. I would say the other things that this kitchen needs is a couple of canisters. You can buy them super cheaply at Ross. They're about $5 each. Some glass canisters with black lids. They have like enough inventory for the next 400 years of them. Um, so go buy them in bulk. They're super cheap right now. Get two of them, maybe three. I like to group things in odd numbers um, if I can. Um, so if you can get three of them, that's 15 bucks. And then go to Goodwill and go to their book section and buy every single book that's a hardcovered book or a cookbook um, and then just open up the cookbook to a page that's complimentary in color and throw down a tea towel and you're good for one side of um, that kitchen. The other side can get the um, canisters and you're done. I'll go in um, when we finish up and post some pictures of staging that Angela's done so you guys can visualize what she's talking about. Obviously message us, message her if you have um, more in-depth questions. We don't have time to go through every yeah. photo, um, right. but we're gonna go through the we're going to hit the kitchen. Yeah. Kitchen. Um, yeah. So this is interesting. Um, this is someone's actual listing and people do live here. So, but take a second to talk about those blue placements. Um, I don't want to, um, I would burn it all in a fire. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, but seriously, it doesn't match the flooring. Um, so it becomes an eyesore you can't even focus on the rest of the house and the features of the house because you're too busy looking at why there's um, a fireplace in the corner that doesn't belong there and um, frat furniture is what I call it. Um, furniture that's been handed down. Um, it shouldn't be there. It's, it's completely blocking your eye. It's too tall. It should be a round table with some inconspicuous chairs. And if you have to use this furniture, get some kind of a tablecloth. If you can't get a tablecloth, get a shower curtain or a bed sheet. And, and some pillows, like some cool fabric. Yeah. Decorative yeah. Cover up as much of that color wood tone as you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just put a nice plant in the center and call it a day. Get rid of those um, lovely placemats. Yeah. Um, how... how <laughs> How do we feel about this family room? Um, let's find about, there you go. Um, <clears throat> I feel like it's, I feel like it's, I don't know what's going on here. Um, I get your table there, right? Like this is a single guy that lives in this house. Um, no, I, I don't like when people set up rooms, like that room is obviously very large. So I don't like when people set up rooms that don't have an actual, TV watching layout, like as a buyer, like I would walk into that and be like, oh, I guess I can't figure out how to get a couch in here. So here's a fun tip. Um, if the fireplace is on an angle like that and that's the focal point of the room or you want it to be the focal point of the room, you need to have your uh, rug 
facing the exact same direction. So mm -hmm. the rug should be at the same angle as the focal point of the room. And then you build the room around that. Don't build it around your TV. Build it around the focal point of the room, which in this case is a fireplace with something above it that shouldn't be there. Um, because the ceilings are super tall, you need to have a piece of artwork or something, multiple pieces that are taller. Um, I would do multiple pieces. I wouldn't just do one, but at least have something really tall up there to bring your eye up so people can give value to the fact that you've got a two-story fireplace. Um, because right now they can't even see the fireplace because it's covered by Mima and Peepaw's chairs. Um, the rug is great. I like the rug. It just doesn't match the rest of the house color-wise. Like I said, it looks kind of like things were thrown around in there and it just wasn't um, thought out well. Um, I would keep your um, blue chairs in there. There's so much gray in this house. You've got to put some color on the walls. So that big open space, you got to add some color there um, with some artwork. And you can buy artwork on uh, Amazon. Over here. Yes. Yeah. You can buy artwork on Amazon. You can buy canvases. You can see in the background here, I have a bunch of canvases. I'll make my own artwork. Um, those canvases I buy at uh, Ross and they're like probably 15 bucks and they're massive and I can do a cool piece of artwork for 20 bucks with materials. So something to fill that wall that's going to bring in some different colors to break up that amount of gray. Um, so let's say you had $0 for staging budget. <clears throat> you could only work with what they have in, um, I'm gonna go back to this little table setting, right? You, you can only work with this and then you can only work with what's in the family room. Um, how, how do you make this better? Okay, flip me over to the family room again. Um, so I would take one of the curtains that you can find somewhere else in the house and throw it on top of the dining room table and then um, call that a day if you don't have anything else over there. Um, remove that little fireplace in the corner because having that in the corner of your dining room tells me that your fireplace in the family room either isn't sufficient or um, is an afterthought or something. Like there's no reason to have that. Take all of that artwork off the walls. It all looks like shit. Take it all down. Um, it's competing with everything else. Um, and then when you're in your family room, I would reposition your um, rug and then have your four chairs. I like the way that they separated the colors like that, but I would get rid of this small um, table here, that little tiny one. Um, yeah, get rid of that guy. And then uh, adjust your rug so that it's uh, straight on with your fireplace and then have your four chairs um, not on angles. I'd have it so that when you walk in, you can see how wide open that space is. And you don't want to have um, a whole bunch of angles in there. Um, in that space. You want it to be more clean lined and open. I would get rid of all the artwork up there and bring in either anything else or go with nothing. Cause right now it's not helping. Yeah. There's a, there, there's a lot going on there. Let's flip yeah. to our, our bedroom. And again, you know, we didn't pick this like for any reason, except for that it's been on the market a while. Uh, this actually makes me wonder if, this house was staged virtually or badly. I don't know. Um, I don't know that that really even looks like a real bed, but okay. So it's blue. Um, you know, it's got mm -hmm. curtains. What, what do you, what are we doing in here? Um, if you don't have the money to go in and get, I usually go to Ross and I get a bed in a bag that's all white. Um, and you can just get a duvet if you want to. 
Um, but you want an all white crisp bed so that it looks nice and clean. Um, if you've already got this lovely blue throw or comforter, I would have it go all the way to the floor, at least on one side, um, because I don't want to see a floating bed because it looks like there's some weird stuff happening underneath of it. It might be levitating. There might be ghosts. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I would have that pulled all the way down to the bottom of the bed so that at least the bottom of the bed um, is covered and it doesn't look like um, it's floating. Um, I would fold it all down nicely and then I would just have a bright white uh, comforter on there and then bright white pillows, two of them stacked on top of each other on each side of the bed. And if that's all you can do, that's all you can do and it's a lot better than what this is right now. Mm -hmm. Jesus. <clears throat> okay. I can feel that blanket. Like I can literally feel it under my hands. You know what I'm talking about? It's like that velour, like heated blanket feeling. Like I can feel it in my hands. Yeah. Um, okay. So master bathroom. Again, it's very sterile. Super sterile. Like just a nice runner of a rug in there, something with color, and then just a small plant in the center of the two sinks would be great. It would break up some of this gray. Yeah, very, just very. Yeah, I use bright white um, towels in every house, bright white or black, um, depending on if it's all white in there. Um, but these are okay. I mean, they're complimentary, but I would want something that's brighter, more contrast, because contrast is good. Especially in photos, which yeah. we all should know. I mean, we've harped on this a hundred million times. If you're not taking professional photography, um, and your first showing happens online. Yeah. Nowadays, 90 plus percent of people find the house before they ever call a real estate agent. So your first showing is happening exactly the way that Angela and I are looking at these photos right now. And with the market shifting and buyers having more choices, they're literally doing this. They're going through your photography and they're making a snap decision on whether or not they want to see that house or whether or not that house goes to the top of their list. So this is your first showing. So you've got to make sure your photos, in my opinion, almost look better than in real life. Um, I would so, say you're probably going to spend as an agent about eight seconds flipping through that house and discovering that there's no identity to that house. There's nothing exciting about it. And there's better stuff on the market for you to go see. And I bet you if you call that agent and ask them what their traffic's been, it's been like zero. So this one's been on the market since June 14th. So this one's been a while. Um, this is $750 down to $699. Um, and again, like I haven't even looked through these photos. I just pulled these based on like price point and how long they've been on the market. So we're going to look at four or five real quick um, that are active and sitting. And then we're going to look at even though our market has shifted several that sold within one to three days and see if we can figure out the difference. Um, oh. So we're vacant. So, mm -hmm. so what do you, we probably won't spend a ton of time on this. Um, what do you do when you can't afford a whole home stage? Do you just do this and make sure it's just clean and smells as good as possible? Do you do anything in here? I would at least bring in some rugs if you can afford rugs um, and artwork. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm allergic to this house. Um, I mean, the problem with this house is this, it's a not staged, so you can't visualize it and it's dated. So you've got two negatives, right? So you have to overcome those somehow. And a lot of it you can overcome with staging. 
Um, and these cabinets are great to be painted. These are an awesome canvas for painting. Um, I don't know what's happening with the backsplash, but it's not good. Um, but I think that a lot of this can be overcame with uh, some staging. So it'll, so it'll make it Maybe even just like you're setting the place settings, yeah. you know, putting some greenery, like some neutral, you know, yeah. it's very warm, like you want to cool it down, right? Like some neutral right. things into the kitchen, just even like this yeah. is cute. It's a butcher block countertop, right? Like farmhouse brought up, you know? Yeah, go um, yourself like a loaf of bread and cut it in half and throw it on there so people can see that they can cut on it, you know? Like things that might be um, completely common sense to you or not common sense to anyone else. And you have to make them painfully aware of whatever that feature is. You want to feature the features and hide the objections. That's what staging is. Loving the um, hack that you gave us at the beginning about the folding tables. I think if you did that with like inexpensive white bedding, you could probably put a bed together for, for what, like a hundred dollars less than that. Um, the folding tables themselves are a little bit more costly unless you buy them on marketplace, but they're about $50 each. So you're going to need two tables. Um, and then you're going to need your bedding set. So you're going to probably be about $200 for your bed. And again, like listen to what Angela said, build your staging kit over time, right? So if you notice that the thing that you feel like you need the most is the master bedroom purchase that set first and then next you might go to like chairs for a family room or a kitchen a couch yeah. whatever that might be um, Road pillows are super expensive they are like 25 dollars a piece do not go buy a bunch of throw pillows and throw them in a corner it's not going to make the house look any better it's expensive and it's not gonna do anything for you so put your money in a better place that's not um, this might be a hard one to swallow but i've definitely done this in my life Go to other agents in your office and ask them if they have any staging inventory that they're not using. Because like, your top producers usually have like a random corner of their garage or their basement that is dedicated to like a couple chairs, a little couch, some extra bedding. Like I know I have like 57 sets of bedding in my basement. Like I have artwork that is enormous that I haven't touched in years, like just in case I need it. So um, you know, go to other people in your office and ask them if they have any spare staging inventory that they're not using that you can borrow. Yeah. Or sometimes stagers will let you rent their stuff too for cheaper. If you're not having them stage the whole house, um, you know, they'll let you rent stuff from them if they have extra. And shock, ask your sellers to take care of the cost of their staging. Right. Um, if you bring more value, you can charge a higher commission and then you can have your staging paid for. Um, so this one's been on the market again since end of June. We're down $100,000. Uh, so let's let's open this bad boy up and see what's going on. And again, we understand that some of this is just pricing, but like raise your hand That's if you've ever been in a situation where your seller won't listen to you on where the price should be, won't drop the price to where the price should be and you can't get a price reduction so either you need to know that you're overpriced going into it you need to do everything you can to compensate for that by making it look as good as possible or maybe you need to go to them and say well if i bring in some staging then will you reduce your price or maybe you're just really stuck at a gridlock and they won't reduce the price and you need to bring in some staging and reshoot photos just to freshen it up because yeah. otherwise it's never going to sell right um 
I would say first impressions are important. Mow the yard. Yeah, this is very, um, this is in Larkspur. So like, this is like a little hippie land town, but mow the damn yard. I would agree with that. Maybe get rid of, I don't know if it's a screaming eagle or a gargoyle, maybe get rid of that bad boy um, and have them pack that up and, you know, put that back in 1970 with that chair um, or 60s. I there think is. Like, chair. And, and talk to, like, who did these folks? Talk to your oh. photographer about, like, why you shot a picture of that chair. Yeah. Because it's, like, basically what that, and, like, see, like, stupid little shit, guys. Roll this hose up. Your first showing, right? And and I'm not joking. If you've never been, we talked about last week, what was the statistic? 92% of all agents have never worked in a market where houses sit on the market for longer than 30 days or where interest rates are higher than 4%. I know that this sounds petty. Your first showing happens online. If you've never been through this kind of market before, you need to clean this shit up. Pick up your hose. Like walk through the property with your seller and think through, and I think this is like a frog, you know, what it is that's going to catch people's eyes and keep them from going, oh yeah, I want to see that house. That was literally the first house photo and I didn't want to keep going. Right. Right. So right. you want the first couple photos to be the best photos of the house. Correct. Um, okay. I'm <laughs> very mountainy like we're in Larkspur I get it but like I think these are like leftover from AA or NA meeting rooms these chairs here um, yeah I would get rid of them all together if that's all you've got um, like, I don't again know what this is down here I'm like is it like a chef's hat is it like is there like a toddler hiding under there like no you knows. know um, again when, when buyers have all the time in the world they're just going to sit here and pick your shit apart so clean yeah. yo shit up. And that island looks like it's one that can be um, moved. Yeah. I would move it to a wood pile and burn it. Um, because what it says is this kitchen isn't big enough and these people know it. And they've had to bring in another piece of countertop because the kitchen isn't big enough. So you're creating your own objection. Don't do that. Clean I also cabinets. Oh my God. That's a pet peeve of mine. But clean that shit. Close the door. Oh my God. This photographer needs to get yelled at because like this is terrifying. Take the clock down from the 80s. Get rid of that guy. Um, all of those glass door cabinets, they need to look like they were staged or be completely empty. Um, like just stack your plates in there and a couple of them. Get rid of all the old vases you don't use. Um, all of the old decor, holiday decor, all that shit up there that people store in those. I don't know why they do that. Glass cabinets are for people that are super clean and clutter free. They are not for the normal people. So when normal people go through a design center with me and they're like, oh yeah, I want to do glass cabinets. I'm always like, uh-uh, not for you. No, I've seen the amount of shit you have for Halloween. No, I know that crap's going to be showing all year round. All right, let's go to this family room. We're going through this quickly. So, oh, check this out. Oh, my God. Like, I'm not joking. Like, the name of the game when the market changes is buyers are petty as fuck, right? So, like, what? Oh, my God. Pick up the throw. I would fire my photo. I, I would make my photographer re reshoot this for free. Like, that's, I would be like, you shot a picture of a chair, the pillow you didn't fluff up. Like, I would be furious. And if the agent shot it themselves, then that's, you know, a clear answer why. But, like, I, that, mm -mm. 
I mean, you got teal on the walls, like it's like a beach house in a mountain home. Um, so if you're going to keep that, you need to bring in a rug that's going to cover up some of the hardwood because you've got 30 different shades of wood in that room alone. Your eye doesn't know where to go. You need to pull it all together. It needs to be cohesive. What is the focal point of this room other than the ceiling? It's going to be the outdoors. Right now, um, it's like, yeah, should, or whatever this is. I don't know. You know I don't know. It's one of those weird, like, we got it out of shop in Breckenridge type yeah. of artworks that doesn't yeah. match with anybody else's house. Yeah. Um, you know, there's some cute stuff in here. Like you've got a nice plant that's growing, which I can't do. That should be up on a table so that you can actually see it. So you can bring the outdoors in. It's just a really bad placement of furniture in here. And I think that people will have the same problem where they don't know where to place things. So you need to be really cognizant of where you put furniture in a house like this or remove it altogether if you can't figure it out. Good God. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. They don't know how to lay out furniture in there because there's too many openings. You can tell that's what the problem is. Yeah. So you do have uh, awesome you have that gorgeous fireplace. So why yeah. aren't the couches centered on the fireplace? Well, they have the couches over here um, by the fireplace. And then they've got like these, you know, easy chairs over by like where your TV goes. Again, I, this is a, like, I'm sorry guys. I like my Netflix. Like I will walk into a house and I'll be like, I can't get a couch in there. Like I can't get like a comfy, cozy sit and watch Marvel movies couch in there. It's a pass for me. Yeah. hundred percent. Where's the dining room? There. What is that? Oh my Lord. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I feel like they're missing some things here. Like I feel like they've laid this house out incorrectly. Um, if it was me, I would have had the dining room space kind of in that family room next to the fireplace because you're going to have more people in that space over by the windows is where you want that um, dining room set. And then maybe have this room where they have the dining room as a formal living room with their or a place to watch TV or something with their easy chairs or some crap like that. But, but this is a good example of like, there's a lot of stuff in this house. So if you have zero then you still should be going in, moving stuff around. Like that bar cart is so cute and like retro potentially. Move it to it's maybe the family room near that cool fireplace and put some highball whiskey glasses on it, right? Like, um, you know, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot in all of their cabinets. Like there's a lot of material to work with, even if you can't spend a dime. Go in there and zhuzh as my mother would say, zhuzh it up. Uh, we're going through things very slowly. So we got a chess table for a side table. Um, white bedding. That's so bad. Um, Love of all that is holy and white. And listen, I have definitely had sellers push back on that and go, but I love my Laura Ashley comforter from the 1980s. It was $3,000 when I purchased it. It's so soft. I love to sleep with it. Fine. But for photos... We're putting on the white bedding and then you can pull it off to go to sleep every night if you need to. And this, this has got to go, this curtain. And if you have curtains yeah. around the master bathtub, they got to go. All right. We're going to go through another one. We're, we're taking our sweet time. And this is literally how people are looking at listings right now. Um, so this one's down $50,000. It's been on the market since May uh let's see what we got here and then we're gonna go and then we'll flip and go through three that sold really quickly even with the shift so maybe you can see hopefully a difference 
Um, I don't know why this drives me crazy. I know Angela and I both learned this in new home sales. Your photography should be always, always, always ordered in the way that you would walk through the home. Tell the yeah. story, paint the picture of how you're going. Like, have you ever had buyers call you up and be like, what is that room? I can't figure out where that room in that house is because the photos are out of order. Make it make sense for the love of God. Like, why are we going from front door to back patio? As normally as that back patio is, that just made, I literally would stop looking. It's that irritating. Like, where's where's the house? Oh, These there's photos are not good. There's the house. Okay. Oh, I mean, so these, these open family, oh my God, what is that? Hi, Frankie Blue Eyes. Okay. Maybe remove him. Mm -hmm. uh, those open spaces right when you walk in are really important because people have already decided if they like that house or not the second they walk in that door. And if all they can see is the artwork on the wall and they can't see if they can actually use the space, they're going to walk right back out. And not only that, but everyone in the last 10 years hates a formal living, formal dining room. So if you have formal living, formal dining in a listing of yours, you have to make sure that those. You got to soften it a little bit. Like it's really like a hard edge in there. And no one, at least no one I know is using a formal dining room with that many chairs. I don't even know that many fucking people. The um, chairs are cute though. So better way. Um, yeah. Like maybe you're on a different table or something, but bonus on the chairs because they are very cute. Again, I don't need a picture of a chandelier. I would yell at my photographer for that. And that big couch in there is probably not something that you'd want. You probably want to switch that out for a couple of club chairs. Oh my God, I can't. Uncover your furniture. Okay, if your listing has a fireplace, turn the fireplace on for photos. If your listing has a fire pit in the backyard, turn it on for photos. If your listing has a giant umbrella, Put it up. If your listing has patio furniture, uncover and stage the patio furniture. What trash can? Why is it in the photos? Is this doing here? Trash can should never be in any photos. Um, I would literally fire my photographer, or I'd be like, "You owe me a free reshoot because you didn't move the trash can." Now, should you check your listing before you? Yes, always. But like, my photographer knows if he shot a picture with this patio set uncovered or covered up like that. And like this, he'd be in trouble. Um, too many chairs. There's so many chairs in this room and so many different styles. If the house doesn't have an identity, you don't even know what style it is because it just looks like stuff you've acquired over the years. That's mm -hmm. not an identity. Trash cans making me You've got dark countertops. You should have bright, colorful things on the counters to circumvent that because it's going to be an objection for most people. I actually have black counters to the yeah. bane of my existence, but Angela has helped me with like putting light things, light colored canisters, light colored decorations on top of mine so that it brings out the warmth and it doesn't look so 990s. Oh my God, take these off. Oh. Again, yeah. I don't think we've mentioned one time bring in an entire house worth of furniture. Most no. of these are things that I feel like you know, you like if, with a couch this big, I think I would have taken out that coffee yeah. table. I mean, most of these things are again, just like adjust. Yeah. Is that virtually staged? It might be. I don't know if this just feels weird to me. Um, weird shadows. 
Yeah, I just, you know, again, I don't think we've ever said once, like bring in an entire house worth of furniture. Um, you know, these are adjustments you can make with what's just there. What about yeah, that? Again, this house is very forgettable. Like there's no feature in this house that you're like, I love that floor plan, but I, um, I can't remember what house it was. I probably would have taken out this table and put the chair over there. So like, at least you were looking at some color, you know? Yeah, there's no color. It's all very beige. Yeah, I mean, that bathroom we've seen a thousand times and people are like, oh my God, why is this countertop so long? Um, but that's an opportunity for you to put a chair there so people can see that that's actually a vanity portion for you to sit and do your makeup or put a couple of um, laundry uh, tubs there for you to throw your laundry underneath. I mean, it's, yeah. then it becomes yeah. a feature. I mean, again, you know, buyers have the right to be petty right now. And, and they really, this is the way that outside of the last two to three years, every buyer I've ever known has looked at houses. They're studying and analyzing these photos at 1 a.m. while you're sleeping, right? Yeah. And if there like are, 30 seconds, you got yeah. 30 seconds to make an impression, if that. And if there's a lot on the market, they're just like flip to the next, flip to the next. All right, yeah. now we're going to go through. Um, Ones that are pending. Yeah, ones, and this is not, sorry, I looked up the wrong one. Um, ones that, so all of these, even in the last like 30 days, you know, when the market has been shifted, all of these houses sold in 48 hours. Yeah. So I actually showed this one over the weekend. Here's a very total case story, ready? This house was priced at 625. I showed this and a house uh, four doors down. They're the exact same floor plan. Both have had the exact same amount of updating done to them. They're late nineties. They've both been updated. Both were very clean, smelled nice. Yards were good. Everything was good. This one listed at 625 and now is under contract in 48 hours at over 650. Um, and the other one has been on the market 40 days and dropped their price to 595. Let's see it. What's the difference? I mean, I can show you the other one. This is this was very cutely staged. Mm -hmm. Yep, you can actually use the space. You can see what you can do with it because especially in that living room, I think it would be hard to visualize your stuff there with all the windows. That's yep. right. There's art. They brought in modern, not bulky furniture. The rug is on trend, you know. Um, I agree. It's a weird family room. Like when we walked into the other one and it was vacant, it was very difficult to feel how you would use the space because you do have a, a sliding door here, all these windows, and then your TV's like way over here, right? So they did a good job defining the room. I think um, they put in some neutral. Look at the colors. Like even though these floors are very, very warm and finger quotes outdated, right? Mm -hmm. Look how like Angela's saying that they brought out the creams and the and golds. Yeah. Always counteract that bright red of the cherry type floors. Yeah. So I mean, did this house warrant $75,000 more just because it was staged? I mean, I can tell you personally the reaction of my, like my buyers don't, even though the other one is, they could get it for $75,000 less today with no competition. They don't want to because they walked into this house and they had that, Aww. 
Like that's the puppy dog eye effect that you're going for. Yep. See how Angela brought up like the little vignettes of um, well-placed things on the kitchen counters, right? Yeah. Even just a little bit of green grass will break up all of the gray. Yep. That's going to be massive. Look, cute shelf. Angela brought up books. Yep. And, and those really books from Goodwill, um, they're the cheapest to buy there or even at the dollar store. You just want hard bound books and just take the covers off of them and then flip them around. So all you see is the um, pages and they all look the same. So you're spending a dollar for a book instead of, you know, 20. It's way cheaper. It's expensive. Uh, so this was an air mattress, but see how Angela brought up. You need to make sure that your bed covering goes down to the floor, right? So that you don't have like that weird naked leg from that bed that was peeking out. And we were like, is someone underneath yeah. there? Don't know. Right. Um, very neutral, right? It looks purple. It's not purple. It was in real life, but the lighting yeah. kind of just did that. But, you know, very clean, very crisp, very. And again, you know, see how she brought up white towels. See how she brought up just like a little bit of things on the counter, a little art, not overwhelming. This house definitely just had the cute factor. Yeah. And, and that, oh, you know, like is a hundred percent what makes a buyer go, oh yeah, I'm buying it. Or makes a buyer go, oh yeah, I'm, I'm paying over asking, right? I mean, they just right. did a good job. Yep. Uh, let's check out another one. All right. So this guy also on the market, two days. Um, ooh, that is some red. Yeah, it's bright red. But it went under contract really fast. So Angela, tell us why, like, why do you think? Because it's warm, you know, like inside it looked like somebody took the time to place things and they took pride in their home. That's what a lot of it is, is when people walk in and they see that the home is staged, they think that everything else has been taken care of as well. Um, it might not be, but you know, it, it's an illusion. So they've used some colors. They've broken up the wall, um, being all one color, you know, they've done some throws and they've done blue and white. I'll tell you, it's usually an easy bet that that's going to be okay in any house is the navy blues and whites because it warms up a space and makes you feel like you can live there. Again, just really clean, nothing to pick on in here. Their pillows are right. Their, their rug or their throw is nice. Their rug is nice. Like, you know, I'm not sitting here like pick, pick, picking at like, what I always tell my sellers is your buyers will analyze your photos so bad that they'll miss even looking at the house. Like I have no idea what some of those last houses looked like that we looked at. Like I literally can't remember. And that was five minutes ago because I was so focused on like roll up the clothes, put your stuff away, you know? Yeah. I see that you've got an awesome two-story family room that most houses won't have. And you can see that right when you walk in, you've got a double-sided fireplace into what looks like a dining room on the other side. That's an awesome feature. I wouldn't be able to see that if it wasn't staged properly. The guitar is cute. This yeah. this makes this whole unusual, weird, like, what do I do with this space? Yeah. Like, a usable space. I could, like, sit there and read a book, you know? Like, right. um, vignetted exactly how you said with a charger, which is the, you know, tape, uh, placemat, charger, plate, you know, neutral artwork. It's very cute. 
you probably would you have done a little bit more in this kitchen? I don't know. The I, always do. I always do a lot in the kitchen, but the granite's really loud. So I would I would do a little bit in there, especially along the wall over there where people next to the uh, refrigerator where people are like, I don't know what to do there. I put a bunch of canisters there and some greenery, maybe a cutting board or two. Yeah. Um, I would have had them again. I'm picking at this point, but always remove anything to do with pets from your photos. So dog bowls, cat bowls, dog beds, cat beds, any of that stuff. Gotta go. Yeah. And they just use some extra dining room chairs for underneath of where the desk built in was. So. I mean, this just feels very clean, very yeah, yeah. neutral, very, I could put my stuff in there. Mm -hmm. It feels like yeah, I'm not I not do as much in there because of how noisy and loud the countertops are, which is totally fine. Yeah, that's. But again, bright white um, towels are basically the signature of a stager's been there. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Let's do one more. Um, so this one has was also on the market only two days. Let's see what we got in here. I like that this is the first one we've seen that had something on the porch. Yeah, they have a little friend sign. Cozy, cozy, cozy. So, and again, we know some of this could just be pricing, location, whatever it is, right? But um, yeah, they used a living room that normally wouldn't be used for a dining room, a formal dining, because they probably won't use it ever anyway. <laughs> I would have read, I just read as a huge no-no. Um, but it still feels very clean, right? Like, Yep. Yeah, obviously the house was staged. We don't have a trash can in our face, right? Like, here you go again with, with the vignetted plates and just a couple little things on the counters. Um, cute little cake tray yeah. on the counter I it just I if there's something about it just feels clean well mm -hmm. taken care of like that family room is so cute yeah and this is the weirdest like you literally have this weird fireplace in the corner yeah um, but what I don't, I don't notice that it's weird I notice that they've got a huge sectional in there and it fits and they've got, you know, two-story family room with all the natural light. So yeah, yeah, agreed. I got more than enough space in there. Yeah, I mean, actually, for some weird reason, I think it's kind of cute in the corner. When if you had done that wrong, I would have been like, nope. I probably would have changed the way the furniture was placed personally. Yeah. But, um, yeah. You know. Uh, let's find the master, and then we'll do one more really quick. Um, just very like it just feels very fresh and clean. Yeah. Oh, here's yep. There's your white towels in the master bath. You got a little greenery. Make sure they're clean white towels. Make sure there's no like dirt on them or skitter or something. That's really gross. Um, yeah. Cute little vignette over here. Never, in my opinion, ever, ever, ever shoot a master closet or any closet unless they're this clean. Um, yeah. Because otherwise, it's a disaster. But again, very neutral, very simple. Lots of white. Um. I love that black wall. You know how yeah, much I love really a good black wall. <laughs> um, you know, pillows on the bed, right? Like little greenery. Yeah, neutral, clean. That's all you're trying to do is make it so that people can visualize their own stuff there. Yeah, it's, I mean, they. I think they did a good job with this one. It's very, it just feels very. Like you well, could live there. 
Mm-hmm. All right, let's do one more. Um, and this guy was on the market again two days. Let's see what this one looks like. Mm-hmm. This has definitely, this is an interesting one. I'm going to go with this one is priced well because this yeah. is my favorite and those pictures are terrible. Um, again, oh, oh, here we go. We got some. Okay. Again, it's really irritating to me that we went from like, when you do this to me, when we go from the front photo of the house to the back photo of the house, all I do is this trying to find the inside. That's literally all I do. And I miss like two thirds of your pictures. So we should be going inside the house, not to the backyard after this, but there we go. There's backyard. Here we go. Here's some virtual staging for you. So bad. Now I would like to bring up that there is a company called Box Brownie, B-O-X-B-R-O-W-N-I-E, who does fabulous virtual staging. And I've used it more in situations where like I had a huge house that had this flex room and people were like, I just can't envision what that would be like. So I showed it as a theater, as a playroom, as an office, right? But Box Brownie does staging virtually correctly. Like this is a disaster. It's the same furniture set, but this has feet and these are just flush on the ground. That fire pit is clearly not there. I think maybe you could have gotten away with it if that fire pit wasn't there. I don't know. If you're going to stage virtually, do it right. That's really pretty. I still don't understand why we haven't seen the inside of the freaking house. Oh, this is a trip here. It's a lot of different patterns in one place. I don't know. This, those candles don't seem real. This is virtually staged, I think. Yeah. Those, the chairs out there like in no man's land. Those (laughs) candles don't feel real to me, but. No, they're not. Oh, oh, yeah, no. Um. So this, I don't, I couldn't, oh my God, you guys. Like this chair shouldn't be here at all because it. It's not, no, look, look at the angle of the couch. Yeah. None of that is real. Yeah. Yeah, it's all virtually staged. Yeah. It's superimposed on top of the picture. It looks terrible. If I was the seller, I would fire these people, uh, this agent. Yeah, the house is vacant. It's a pretty kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, none of that is real. Although I would like that table if it was in real life. <laughs> but yeah, none of that is real. So this is a... Uh, it looks like Minecraft. Yes. Yeah, 100%. That's what virtual staging can look like if you don't do it correctly. Mm. Yeah, I think that was price. Um, should you want to show them some of the stuff that we typically do? Yes, I would love to. Um, I got to pull up my, give me just a quick second. And then I'll throw some pictures of these um, in our in our chat as well. But um, let's have Angela just walk us through some examples of uh, before and afters and staging that she's done. And then hopefully next week we can, you know, get out there in real life. Uh, yeah, this one's in Highlands Ranch, actually. This is one that's a before of what it looked like. We didn't do any renovation to it. We just staged it, and we used their stuff. 
So this is what it looks like now. Um, so I brought in my two chairs and a couple of coffee tables and, um, you know, a different rug and all of that and just changed the layout of things. And it looks a lot bigger in there. Really love that open book. Like what you I always do the open books um, because it's easy. It's a great way to cover um, space. So Very pretty much everything else in there I used of theirs. So Very, very well done. The shelves look great. I mean, obviously we know it's going to be well done. If, oh, oh, wait, hang on. I clicked out of there. Hang on. Sorry. I got too excited and over clicked. So here you can see a before and after of um, a mobile home that we did here in Colorado Springs. Um, so you can see we vignetted the kitchen and um, I paint, we had the um, shiplap finished in the dining room and then painted that. And then obviously we added some blues and a bright white table, blue chairs. And it shines now before it was not something anyone would want to buy. And it's actually, it's closed now. It's sold um, for asking price and it sold quickly. And again, <laughs> not everyone's going to have the budget to go in and do feature walls. And, but like this, you not all $1, so but like this is just so you got to go for that puppy dog eye factor, right? Yep. So that's the before and after the dining room space. It's not virtual staging. It's a real table. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's all we do. Well, apparently it's going to make me click through each series, but hang on. So let's see again. Facebook, why are you be mean to me? <laughs> so this is a house. It's not one of mine um, that we, we staged. This is a house in um, Garden of the Gods, which is a beautiful um, area of town. Like the Red Rocks are right outside the windows. But when people walk into this million dollar plus home, they had no idea how to use this space. Underneath of that rug was red rocks um, on the floor and you couldn't see them. Oh, and there's a lot of cacti going on in there. There's a lot of cacti. <laughs> yeah. Why is it doing that to me? Hang on. Facebook would not be nice to me today. All right. So anyhow, I think I'm, oh my God, that's so cute. So that's what it looks like now. So you can actually see the space and you can use the space, but before it was just, there's a bunch of couches everywhere. So. Love the rugs. Love the couches. So cute. So before, I feel like this is what we looked at today. A lot of just like very right. bland. Looks so like everything else. This one. That's what it looks like now. Cute. So we painted it and put it on backsplash. Again, I mean, even if you couldn't do that, like, look how. Cute this look, look how cute this is, you know, like mm -hmm. just very, very cute. And that was their fireplace before and what we did to it after. Love. I like yeah. the weight on that picture. Yeah, we would we needed some height in there. So this was one of my listings. <laughs> that was the before. Wait, where's the after? Come on. I'm clicking in the wrong places. What's oh no. Facebook, Schmacebook. Which one was I on? Here we go. Uh, you know, it's next to that one. Before. Yeah. Before. After. Wow. All I did was staging. That's all I did. And the house sold um, over asking price immediately. But love, good, love a good throw. Hmm? Love the poof. Love the throw. This is actually a, a vacation home in Breckenridge. This is what it looked like before. Love the Anasazi blanket. Oh, I love the wood and the, I mean, so cute. Staging. 
So cute. But what a difference, right? Yeah, that's the kitchen in that Breckenridge house before. And um, obviously, right. it's not a place that you'd like to stay right now. And that's what it looks like after we painted it. That's all we did was paint it. I love <laughs> how you but that's how you vignette a kitchen, you know, use, use what you've got. I will say that I do think that cabinet painting is going to be an agent's best friend if the market continues oh, yeah. to deteriorate a little bit because it is a low cost and, and you know, have your seller pay for it, low cost um, option. So the table is the exact same table as the before. I just painted it. <laughs> Shut up, really? So there's three different tables there. I just put them all together and painted them. And then I we did that. Love the staging, so cute. Fun wallpaper. Oh, a pantry stage. I love a good pantry stage. <laughs> oh my god, look at that TV in the garage. I think those are those are those are not um those are not staging photos. I don't know. Where, I don't know where we went here. Facebook. Facebook and I have, it's lost its mind. Let's go. Go up a little bit. I am. I don't know why Facebook likes to be mean to me. There we go. So the before of that one, it looked very different, obviously. Um, and that's the after. And it was just staging. That's all it is. I like that like, sitting area. I've been mm -hmm. that's house that's they did. Incredible. God dang it, Facebook. I hate you. Here we go. Um, so that Lindsay knows this house pretty well because she stayed here. Um, this is a house that I did um, on Regent in Breckenridge, and all we did was stage it. That's it. Super cute, neutral, right? Like just mm -hmm. little things. Like it's so warm and cozy with those throw blankets, with that little pop of yellow, because everything else is white, especially with the snow outside the windows, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is probably one of the warmest houses. When you walk in there, you never want to leave. Yes. And again, I love the book open on the table. What is your personal opinion on, um, sellers always ask this question, should I remove all of my family photos? Yeah. I always make them remove them. So cute. I just don't think it's a good idea to keep them. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy stuff. You can see a similar color scheme with all the different houses. It's just the difference comes in with what the budget is. You know, everything that's behind that glass is all games for kids to play and that kind of thing. But so like outside of the pillows, you know, like this room could have felt really bland, like that first gray and white house we looked at, but the texture pattern on the pillows is really great. That little pop of color there, right? Yep. Again, the texture in the rug. I think that's one thing that stagers, in my opinion, like a professional stager is way braver at is, is playing with like texture and pattern because um, yeah. it can look like pattern explosion really fast if you don't like watch it. All right, let's do one more. I can even get my, oh yeah, here we go. So this is the before and after um, of another vacation home that we did here in Monument. So that was the before. Literally, all we did was paint the lower cabinets and remove the uppers and do a floating shelf. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with that floating shelving. So, but you can see how we staged. You know, we used what we had. We used the glassware. We used the plates, all of that stuff. If that's what you have in there, use it. 
Well, that was helpful for me, even though I um, am a fan of your work and see your your work uh, frequently. Wanda says, amazing transformation. It really was. Yes. Um, but that I think that was really helpful for me. I bet everybody got some definite takeaways from that. Um, if you have questions or you need help, yeah, reach out to Angela. Reach out to us on the podcast Facebook page. Um, yeah, you can always send me a picture of the room and I'll give you an idea of what I would do in there. I think honestly, one of even the most impactful things for me was just like looking through houses like a buyer for a second. Like, yeah. like pull up all your comps when you're comping and like go through those houses like mm -hmm. you're the buyer, not with your agent hat and glasses on, with your buyer hat and glasses on. Because when we were doing that, like I even checked myself on a couple things where I was like, oh, I should have paid closer attention to that or like, oh, yeah. I need to make sure my photographer is doing this or like, whoa, okay. Um, down every time, like get your trash cans out of your photos, um, make your beds, get the trash out of Goes away, toilet seats down, did you just say that? Uh, put Order your photos in the order that you walk through the house or at least go like, outside to inside. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think just even like going through all those listings, looking more from like the lens of a buyer was impactful on me because I was like, nope, 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 nope. You I mean, it took like, a few seconds. It's like yeah. online dating. Nope, mm -hmm. nope, nope, meh, nope. You know, like it's yeah. when buyers have the option to be pickier, they are picky and they are petty and they're watching closely. So um, yeah, I, I reach out to Angela. I think we'll still try to uh, get to a store to see how she would build a $500 staging kit. But I mean, I think I learned a lot from her, even on just like what I would do with stuff that is in the house already. Yeah, totally. I go to Ross and buy as many uh, white comforter packs as you can. Um, you're always going to need more. Trust me. Um, Lowe's Home Depot has great uh, folding tables, uh, even Walmart. Um, you can stage an entire house from Walmart if you needed to. Um, you can buy everything there. Um, you can get pretty much everything at Ross. You don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to, you know, make your homes look better than they do now. Um, you need literally 500 bucks. So, yeah, I think that was, that was pretty impactful for me. So, um, we love you guys. We appreciate you being here with us. Put on your, uh, if you have a stager hat, put on your stager hat as you're going through listings. But if you don't know that stuff, just start going through, like, again, in the absence of lots of money, we have lots of time, right? So like everyone right now has more time than we've been used to over the last couple of years. Do the same thing we did. Pull up 10 random listings in your market, 10 that sold and 10 that didn't, and try to see why um, and go through every one of them like a, like a buyer, and go like, ugh, I just spent 20 minutes wondering why the trash can was there. And now I have zero idea what that house even looks like. And my agent's going to be like, did you see that one? And I'm going to be like, no. Or was that the one with the trash can? Right? So like put on your buyer hat, audit your listings, um, and take the time during this little bit of a slowdown to know how to put things out there in the future. That was, I learned a lot today. Now more than ever, the staging is really, really important, especially in the absence of 
you know, incredible architecture in the house. You know, you, that kind of thing is going to be super important, uh, even more so now than it was a few months ago. Um, and those houses are going to be the ones that sell. Um, doesn't matter for what they sell for, but they're going to be the ones that sell. Um, and the ones that don't are going to be the ones that aren't staged at all. Yeah, well, I mean, what used to happen over the last two to three years, like, again, sometimes you really got to take out that agent hat and think like a buyer. Like, the last two to three years, buyers were just going through the MLS like, that one has a roof, four walls, I'll take it. That one yeah. has a roof, four walls, I'll take it, right? That one isn't falling down, I'll fucking take it, right? Now we aren't in that market. Now they right. are focusing on stuff more. So you just got to tighten up. Yeah, you've got to be the top one or two listings at every price point. Otherwise, you're going to sit. And the way to do that is you've got to stage it. It's got to look better than any other ones. So, yeah, I learned a lot today. All right. Yep. Good luck out there, peoples. We'll see you guys next week. Message Angela if you need help with staging. Bye. Bye. Angela and Lindsay would love to receive your real estate referrals in Colorado. Connect with the homegirls on social media at The Real Homegirls Podcast.